Welcome to the Generosity Labs podcast. We know that church generosity and giving is one of the biggest and most important conversations we can have across faith communities. That's why we're here. On the Generosity Labs podcast, hosted by Kenny Jang, we talk to pastors, consultants, service providers, and other church leaders. We discuss the current trends, models, and best practices for developing giving as a robust part of your community life. Are you ready to learn more about how you can get a culture of generosity to flourish from the inside out? Let's get to today's episode. Well, friends, it is Kenny Jang here with the Generosity Labs podcast. We haven't checked in a while, and I thought it'd be good to do a baseline check-in. We are now one half of the way to 2020. We basically have 25 weeks left until Christmas. Can you believe it? 25 weeks. And this is the time to start thinking about end-of-year giving for your church or ministry, nonprofit, etc. This is the time to start that planning because you have a countdown of uh, 25 to 30 weeks. Um, actually, um, sorry, 25 to 26 weeks until the end of the year. The last week, the last 72 hours, the last 24 hours, you know that whole breakdown of giving that most of giving is done in, in Q4. Most of the Q4 giving is done in uh, December, and now it's expanding between Giving Tuesday, sometimes it's in November, sometimes it's in December, from Giving Tuesday, which marks the beginning of the end of your giving season officially, straight to the end of the year. The last remaining hours of December 31st is where you need to continue to push, 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 and try to help your audience and community members um, close that gap between their intended giving profile and what they believe that their giving um, history is going to look like and their actual behavior. And so today I thought it might be a good check-in to just have a dose of reality and say, let's look at what else is going on out there. And um, that, that should frame the conversation for you and your teams internally. And one of the places I found was this nonprofit source a website that has a whole list of statistics, not for 2019, but for this past year. And so we can take a look at um, giving stats and trends, not just for church, but just nonprofits in general, and also the demographics that are really talking um, about generosity in your community. So the first stat right off the bat is that giving is up. Uh, Americans gave $410 billion to charities in 2017, up 5%. So um, we'll have to see this year. Um, the recession hasn't hit yet. We don't have we don't know what's going to happen in Trumponomics uh, at the end of the year. But it looks like there should be a continued either sustain or continue to have some momentum in giving. Um, and so here's a couple things. On the right-hand side of the website that I'm looking at, nonprofitsource.com, um, they have some charitable giving demographic stats, and I just love to cover some of that. Millennials, who used to be the definition of millennials, are uh, anyone under 30 that you don't like working with, right? Uh, but millennials are now way over 30 uh, years old. They encompass almost 26% of the population. This is a significant chunk that you need to be paying attention to if you're in charge of fundraising, donor development, giving in your church. Uh, 40% of millennials are actually enrolled in a monthly giving program. Recurring giving is not a foreign concept to this tribe. And so this is something that you really need to think about. 26% gave tribute gifts. This is something that you typically don't see in church giving. 
being presented as an option, but this might be something that you think about and figure out how do you incorporate into that um, giving a menu uh, as you go March to the end of the year. Um, 46% donated to crowdfunding campaigns. Now, this is interesting. Giving Tuesday, which has had momentum um, every single year, it has, has continued to grow. It, you know, Giving Tuesday follows Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday follows um, Black Friday. Black Friday follows Thanksgiving. And so uh, 15% of millennials actually gave on Giving Tuesday. You'll find that on the other demographics here, ex, uh, Gen Xers, 14% gave on Giving Tuesdays. Baby Boomers, 15% gave on Giving Tuesday. So that's something, um, you know, even the the population after that, actually this study doesn't have how much of the greatest generation has given on Giving Tuesday. But 15% of the population, for the bulk of the people in your pews, have given on Giving Tuesday. This is why Giving Tuesday is so important in any fundraising campaigns for the end of the year now this is interesting now millennials are giving through social media 16 percent gave through facebook's fundraising tool which um, evidently has removed all fees so that you get 100 percent of the fees uh sorry 100 percent of the donation given online facebook is covering the rest and they're gonna add fuel to the fire this year by giving you more options for that you got to remember instagram has also added a sticker for giving as well. So social media is something that you guys should be thinking about. Now, 55% attended fundraising events. I don't think many churches have fundraising events for giving, whether it be end of the year or not. This is something, again, another tactic that you should put into the consideration set because this is something that other uh, charities, right, other places where they depend on patrons are actually doing this is a behavior that they are used to and it's something that you as um i guess a, ch a church you know that is looking to really disciple your people into um having given behavior to support the local church and the ministry this is something that you should look into uh for sure fundraising events now 11 percent of the total u.s giving comes from millennials while 25% of the population, 26% of the population is millennial. So there is a way to go to proportionally match, you know, um, how many people are in the room. But um, you need you need to focus on this. Now, this is really interesting. 84% of millennials gave to charity, donating an annual average of $481 a year, $481 a year, across 3.3 organizations. Uh, this generation is thinking of giving in terms of a portfolio. They are not taking one affinity group and putting all their eggs in one basket. They are trying to make the best uh, decision to steward their uh, disposal income, and they're spreading it out over several organizations. Uh, millennials are active on their phones, and they respond best to text messages and social media, but rarely check personal email and voicemails. Are you using text to give? Are you using um, online and mobile app giving? These are things that this generation absolutely requires, and so many churches have not stepped up to offer those options. Um, Gen Xers, 20% of the population. So Gen Xers are actually smaller than the millennials that are stepping up, and 49% uh, of them, 50% of them pretty much, Half of them um, have enrolled in some sort of recurring giving. They are 
um, a lot more trusting, I guess, or they've put into motion that recurring giving behavior. Whereas, if you remember, 40% of millennial donor donors um, are in a recurring giving program. So that's that's an interesting change. Again, 15, 14% of Gen Xers gave on Giving Tuesday. 19% have used the Facebook fundraising tools. Um, if you think that you know these older generations are not used to giving through Facebook, look at baby boomers. Actually, more twenty one percent give through fund Facebook fundraising tools. Twenty one percent, so uh, one in five, more than one in five, actually, right? And so, um, if you're thinking older populations and saying, "Hey, technology and all this um, brouhaha about social media is not working," well, I'll tell you this: these stats uh, prove you wrong. Now, traditional, old school, fifty eight percent attended fundraising events in the boomer category so at 56 in the gen xers so these these populations are used to fundraising events benefits galas fundraisers um you know they they really want to participate and be a part of something instead of just um i was going to say write a check but it's really um give on their mobile phone whether it be venmo or um you know online giving or text to give etc so um, these are statistics that I think you really, really have to think about. Now, boomers are the ones that give a lot more money than millennials, right? 72% of boomers uh, give to charity. That means the majority of them have some sort of charitable behavior, um, and they're donating an average of $1,212 $12 across 4.5 organizations. That's a lot. Uh, th- these uh, bo- bo- baby boomers are really thinking about where they're giving, and they're giving across a portfolio more than all the others, right? So um, this is something that you have to think about. How do you become part of that 4.5? And how do you increase the giving from 1,200 a year um, even even earlier, right? So um, the greatest generation, which is only about 11.8% of the population, these are aging donors, right? Uh, 30% of the donors aged 75 or more so that they've given online in the past 12 months um, and on average give 25% more frequently than young, younger generations. Again, uh, we write off the 75 plus category typically, uh, especially when I'm speaking to groups and crowds. I was just at a conference in Florida where the majority of the church leaders there said that their congregations were 60 and over, maybe 70 and older for many of them. And they they were all poo-pooing the idea that we could use social media technology, online giving, mobile app giving for that demographic. And yet here, the greatest generation, which is that older population, 30% of donors age 75% or said they've given online in the past 12 months. They've given online. Um, And they give even more, right? So you want to make it as easy as possible for them to give online if they're going to. 80% of the, 88% of them, 88% of the greatest generation um, donates an average of 1367, 1,367. And they give to even more organizations, 6.2 organizations. Um, And they represent over a quarter of all giving in the United States. Now, this is a flip to the millennials, right? Millennials... Uh, had about 25% of the population, they had about 11, 12% of giving. Here, greatest generation is about 11.8% of the population, 12%, and they're giving a quarter of all U.S. giving. Um, now, they prefer voicemails and direct mail. Uh, obviously, they're not huge on email, and they typically don't text, but 
um, they are likely to give through uh, mail campaigns and in-person things. So that's that's a that's a overview of just nonprofit giving. Um, in terms of actual church giving, we can talk about charitable giving for churches very specifically. And in this study, they've defined giving to religion defined specifically as congregations, denominations, ministry societies, religious media, and um, obviously. Uh, you probably have known that this category of giving, religious giving, is the single largest category of charitable giving for Americans. We'll see how long that stays put like that. Uh, But uh, that is something that you have to think of. Now, here's a very interesting statistic that um, just amazes me because there are people in churches that still have not embraced um, online giving or credit card giving in particular, and yet 49% of all churches... Um, 49% of all church giving transactions are made with a card. Almost half of all giving to a church across the country is made with a credit card. Um, and 8 out of 10 people who give to churches have zero credit card debt. All those Dave Ramsey people that are worried that you're, you're, putting, you're sinking your people into deeper debt um, and misery, uh, this is an interesting t- statistic. 80% of the people who actually give to churches have zero credit card debt. They are managing their finances well, and you, giving by credit card then for 8 out of 10 of them is scot-free. They're actually probably getting some mileage or points or some other benefit. It's a win-win, um, and it actually helps them uh, probably give a larger on an individual basis. Uh, 16% of them willing to give to churches digitally. And um, let's look at some other stats here. This is really interesting. Um, During the Great Depression, the average Christian gave 3.3% of their um, annual income. And today, it's about 2.5% of the income. So if you're trying to figure out for your congregation how much giving you should be, just to have kind of like a baseline, uh, figure out. Uh, in general, an average, and you can get this demographics for your zip codes. All this demographic information is an average income for zip codes, etc. And then you can figure out what the average income is, uh, multiplied by your congregation number, and multiply by 2.5% and see where you are. Obviously, that's much lower than it should be and it could be, but this is a, a starting point where you should have a, uh, um, a baseline. So um, now, if you look at um, those that actually give regularly, not just recurring giving, but regularly, uh, 70% of Americans say that they tithe regularly. And so this is something that if your congregation is less than 20% are giving regularly, uh, then this is something that you really need to talk about internally to figure out um, how you can change uh, not just their behavior, but their thinking through teaching. Because giving is a spiritual discipline. Money is talked about in the Bible more than any other subject by Jesus. Uh, it's something that biblically you can help give structure and a biblical worldview to help them understand how to steward their finances. Um, and this is something that we want to build that culture of generosity, not one of obligation. Um, so um, what are the things that we can uh, talk about? of annual giving occurs in December for everybody. 10% of annual giving occurs in the last three days of the year. So we should not give up until the last, last, almost, it's like when you're watching Times Square and the ball drop, you should be thinking about how do we spur 
that last drop of giving because people are willing to give all the way up to the last hours of the year. Um, 77% believe everyone can make a difference by supporting causes and it's your job to help them understand that yes, they can and this is why it's worthy and this is where the act of transformation is happening. Remember, as communicators, um, as stewards, as leaders, our job is to help put the donors, the givers, as close as possible to the act of transformation possible. Um, and here's a couple of interesting um, tidbits. 64% um, of donations made by women. I would think that um, many communicators would default to the image of the men um, making the decision or the breadwinner making the decision and making the assumption that the men in a dual income family makes more money than the woman. Um, but yet donations are made by women. And so you might want to think about how you are um, presenting that information, everything you know, down to um, the type of images and stock photography or real photography that you might use, the, the language, and even the outlets of how to make the announcements uh, through, through which groups or which channels in your ministry. These are the types of things that you should be thinking about because the behavior of the decision um, dictates the outcome of the actual giving decision. So um, here's just a, a, just a whole bunch of stats that came out of this um, list of aggregation of giving statistics for this past year. Um, remember, we have 25 weeks left going into the end of this year. I just want to set the tone. And in the next couple of weeks, what we'll do is we'll go through some other uh, ways to frame how we're supposed to be marching forward as we count down for the end of year for 2019. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What are some of the statistics that stood out? Are there things that are missing? Are there things that you would love to know more about that would help you make those business decisions in architecting those um, campaigns, whether it be um, short-term missions, um, budgetary, or end of year giving for either Giving Tuesday as the kickoff or even the actual December. You might have a Christmas campaign. Those are the types of things. Let me know what your questions are. Send them in to us at Generosity Labs and we'll you know, actually process through them with you on another episode here at the Generosity Labs podcast. In the meantime, um, please... Check out our website for other episodes of the podcast as well as other resources. We'd love to uh, share your, the, our blog with you and some other things that we are uh, going to make available in the next couple of weeks and months um, as downloadable resources so that you can have a, the best year ever in terms of setting a culture of generosity for your church. I'm Kenny Jang. Until um, next time, remember, generosity begins with you. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Don't forget to join us every week right here for the Generosity Labs podcast. In the meantime, visit www.generositylabs.org for more details and fantastic free resources for you and your church.